0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. In the last seven years or so, there have been a lot of polls out. And of the more than 85% of Americans who were raised Christian, that is to say, have confessed their faith uh, in Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, as so written in the Apostolic Creed, the Apostles' Creed. No longer do 20% of these, 85%, follow any Christian faith. They are out someplace in the wilderness of darkness. And so these professed unbelievers are continuing to grow. They are finding other things. I, in the last few years, I have met several people who have replaced their once upon a time faith in the triune God with self needs and their own time schedules. Time is of the essence, they tell me, rather than the essence, the essence of a body and a soul as a human creature created in the image of God. Oh, they think, they think about their Hope Lutheran Church But since it doesn't really meet any of their needs and their desires, they have other replacements for hope and comfort and security in this egalitarian, postmodern, utilitarian, autonomous world. Yet, when dying and death approach and and it enters through the darkness of their life, they run to the pastor, who they think is a quick fixer, for a Christian burial, since I was baptized in this church a long time ago, I deserve a Christian burial. And all of this is very sad and it is very frustrating for pastors, for deaconesses and all Christians that really believe that God and all of his servants are fixers and not servants of the word. Well, the truth of the matter is that Jesus, the incarnate Son of God, came from heaven and he knows all about heaven as opposed to those who have made a lot of movies with their sort of near-death experiences. For Jesus, whom God has sent, utters the words of God, for he gives the Spirit without measure. God never holds back. When has God ever held back? For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whoever believes in Him will have eternal life. And yet, whoever disobeys our sin nature seeks to reject the testimony and replace Jesus' words, the words of God that come from His mouth and our proclamation of the truth of the gospel with the lies of Satan. Did God really say? And so our sinful flesh flees from the words of God to the endless deceptions and falsehoods of the devil. For when we sit around the hot burning campfires of Satan, we remove the in, the in, think about this, the in from godliness. As Pastor Paul writes to Pastor Titus in the very first chapter, the very first verse, Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ for the sake of the faith of God and God's elect and their knowledge of the truth, which accords with godliness in hope of eternal life, which God, who never lies, promised before ages began. And so, removing the in, the in, the in God of godliness results in what? Godless life, a godless life. For God's wrath is inevitable reaction of his righteousness and holiness against all sin and guilt. As John writes, whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains in him. You know, uh, we all learn a lot of things here at Concordia Seminary and out there sharing the good news of Jesus Christ, one of the phrases that my dear sainted mother used to say, it's the hand of the Lord. And there's a lot written in the Bible about the hand of the Lord. For indeed, it is true, for the Father loves the Son and has given all things to him in his hand. The hands nailed to the cross for all sin of all peoples of the world, past, present, and future. The nail-scarred hands that tell us, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. The nail-scarred hands that say, though your sins be as scarlet, I make them as white as snow. The nail-scarred hands that rescued you and me from sin, death, and the devil. We are the work of his hand in baptism that now saves you. It is God's hands that baptized me in you. For no one can snatch us out of the hand, out of his hand. For these hands are no longer nailed to the cross, but they are raised for all to know that the truth of God, Jesus Christ, is the first fruits the resurrection then at his coming, those who belong to Christ. And you know, one of the great, great messages that Jesus gives to us in all of scripture and by his holy word is that you and I belong to Christ. Yes, the Father loves the Son and has given all things in his hand. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. And as you grow older, and my hair on my head tells me that, there is no doubt that I in Christ and you in Christ have been given by his hand eternal life. Yes, more and more Christians continue to replace their baptismal identity with identity of the self and Satan's lies. Thus saying that God is not true and God is a liar. Yet you and I know that by grace through faith, that holds to the words and promises of God, that God is true. His word, his word, as Isaiah writes, does does not return to him empty, but accomplishes the purpose for which it is sent. And that this proclamation sets our witness seal as John writes to this testimony that God is true amen the peace of god that surpasses all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus amen please rise for the song